0: You are listening to The Savage Fincast, episode 124, Feisty Jim and His Wicked Worm. Chicago, a criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. of the Savage Fincast, the show that is from an echo of our universe that is vaguely similar but different in key ways. My name is Jim Purcell.
1: I'm Craig Olson.
2: I'm alternate reality Raven Perez.
0: You uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Savage Fincast, the only internet's only uh, podcast uh, about Eric Larson and his creation, Paul Dragon. Uh, as Raven says, we're kind of in a AU right now. We're... Uh, Things are similar but different, and uh, right. you know, Raven's got a mustache, and mm-hmm. I'm bald, and I'm not sure Craig probably hates music. Yeah, possibly. hates concerts. I never it, would go to it. one.
1: Yeah, music is just background noise. You know, we're just, you know,
0: we're not evil versions. We're more the, you know.
1: And I love uh, video games. Absolutely. Talk yeah. to, talk to me all day about video games. You're out of
2: Can't luck, wait. bro, because I fucking hate video games. Ah,
1: you guys are crazy.
0: Now, Jim, you've
2: got some uh, kids, though, don't you?
0: Yeah, I got several, like hundreds, thousands. <laughs> you all made those girl, like an all Those girls I bang.
1: <laughs> I Raven, it. do you like indie comics yet? Or are you still a huge Marvel fan?
2: Listen, dude, I'm sorry, but indie's just lower quality. It's not good. Like, you don't have like the pro level that you have at Marvel, and. I just wish that all those indie books would go away so that there'd be more room for all the great Marvel comics that we don't have room for. I really need like Moon Knight and Devil Girl to cross over. Right. With Wolverine
0: and Deadpool. I like that you called her Devil Girl. You're so out of the the Moon Boy loop. (laughs) This is another universe,
2: Jim. If you talk to any of your thousands of children, they would know. I hate your witten observation.
0: But unfortunately, you know, the older reality bleeds through. We've got to do mm-hmm. some news from that reality.
2: Eric with a Larson uh Eric with a C Larson has some interesting news for oh, us, no, doesn't it?
0: No, not Eric's, Eric with a C Larson.
2: Yeah. With I think, an N, I think so spelled with Larson an a, with an Larson. O. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with an O. Yeah, Eric with the C. Larson with an O has some incredible news for us. I believe.
1: <laughs> Let's jump into it. Um, it's been pretty incredible how many uh, new preview covers we've seen this new year, going from what two, two or three comics last year to being on quite a roll this year. Well, but, I think uh, Eric
0: Gavin or God. somebody said that Savage Dragon's been monthly for four months now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Crazy. Um, so, Savage Dragon two sixty seven. Eric Larson just uh, as of this recording today. Was it today? Was it today or yesterday? Uh, he <laughs> as he of released. Today? Uh, yeah, so the International Dateline. <laughs> uh, released the cover to Savage Dragon two sixty seven. It's going to be a triple size thirtieth anniversary special which is crazy, uh, listed as $10. um, And the cover has got uh, Angel Murphy and Fred Darling apparently getting married. So it's uh, got Paul and and Malcolm and the whole cast kind of celebrating the marriage with uh, a little invite blurb on there. Mm -hmm. Um, You get your choice of uh, the... Super spectacular DC looking Cover uh, which he's done before In the past that shows like 100 big pages Or whatever Or the uh, Image Comics Group uh, Faux Marvel cover Like we typically get And then a third cover so far that he's released Is our good friend uh, Simon Millette Pierre Who many of you Have seen his backups uh, In Savage Dragon You saw his stuff in the Freak Force special With uh, the Candyman uh, which was such a great um story. Super
2: Freak special.
1: Did, what did I say? Did I say Freak, Freak
2: Force? Freak? Oh, geez, I always do that. Super it's Freak, a different dimension. It's hard.
1: Freak, yes. <laughs> Alternate dimension, we did a Freak Force special. Um, the Super Freak special. But, yeah, he's got his own uh, cover, which is pretty dang cool. I love seeing, you know, Savage Dragon fans getting showcased in Savage Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, If you want to see it, go on Eric Larson's Facebook page and check them out.
2: Yeah, what do you guys, uh, I mean, when you see this cover, I mean, you know, you you fucking hype for this wedding. We always know, I mean, Savage Dragon fans know weddings typically don't go so good in the Savage Dragon universe. Uh, Paul's did. (laughs) Yeah, it did, didn't
0: it? Nothing came out of Lake Michigan to eat them.
2: No one gives a shit about Paul, though. Remember, <laughs> like he's just on the beach getting married, and like Malcolm doesn't <laughs> even show up, and it's like whatever, you know. Like Alex gets married to Paul, and it just totally goes off without a hitch. That's got to feel like a little bit of an insult,
0: indeed. Where's uh where are all the image characters, popular image supervillains, crashing the party?
2: They look. They took one look at Paul's little fin and said, "Nope,
1: <laughs> I'm out." Yeah. I can tell you, I do really like this cover for it just being like a wedding cover. It's, yes. I don't know, it's, it's a just div- it's really. A, it's a,
0: like a romance comic cover.
1: It's nice. It's
0: pink. It is pink. It is pink. It's just really
1: well laid out. I, I don't know. It's just it's a really good job.
0: Although Eric was having some, I uh, uh um to say frustrations, but he was having some uh, questions about Reser- where to, reservations about where to put that wedding invitation
1: as it is, Yeah, good. so the cover's got the faux invite kind of slapped onto it, and it, now, it does take up some real estate.
0: I think he should print up some real invitations and bag him with
1: comics. <laughs> you did pose that. I could not believe that came from, you, from hey, your... Uh,
0: I'm, not, the, I'm only against variant <laughs> covers. I'm not against crap being bagged with comics.
2: You know, I have to say... Absolutely ridiculous. It is preposterous that you would be in favor. <laughs> I what was shocked that say?
1: you said that. I was like, "What?" I be mean, talking about alternate reality. <laughs> yeah. You were the last person I would have expected to say that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why is it because I, of anti variant cover? Is that that? Yeah. The exactly. That's weird I guess, because yeah. I am not against stuff being bagged with comics. I like. I, I just. I, I like, guess
1: I just assumed you were anti gimmick.
0: Yeah, like I mean, don't it, you think I mean, it inserts... is a gimmick. No, I'm not anti- <laughs> I'm not anti gimmick. I'm anti buying two copies of the same fucking comic.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. I just assumed you were anti-gimmick. I don't know. Yeah, why. I thought it
2: was anti-gimmick. I thought you were just like, fuck these tricks.
1: Uh, like, I get digital. I just want to read the comic. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's
0: true. I mean, it's not like I would actually get the invitation. Although I might actually, <laughs> you know, to be fair, I might pay $15 to get that issue to get the invitation.
1: <laughs> so and buy some... two, one you could open and, and feel the invitation? Oh, no,
0: I'd rip that <laughs> bag open. i <I'd> shred <laughs> it right on camera for YouTube and say, watch this, slabbers.
2: <laughs> slabbers, I love it.
0: I'd be like, I'd be like Steve Rogers in in Age of Ultron when he rips that log in half.
1: <laughs> this is uh, a good
2: gym. We got the good gym tonight. Slabbers,
1: slabbers always ruin shit.
2: Slabbers is the best insult. <laughs> slabber knocker. So slabbers, fucking slabbers. i'm (laughs) slabbergasted
0: oh that's Uh, fantastic it's a a great cover and i'm glad we get to see it um 267 what are we on 264 i mean it's only three issues away holy shit
2: simon's cover is fantastic too while we're talking these up of course
0: you gotta love eric making the big triple size 30th anniversary issue 267 because Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's 267 what the (laughs) fuck (laughs)
2: <laughs> Dude, I are you I'm telling yeah. you, call back to the early days of Savage Dragon when you just get a you just get a hundred page issue for no reason.
1: No reason. I yes. guess we should mention that there's no there's no chatter on what's in the issue. Like I'm assuming it, you know, obviously a full uh length Eric Larson uh
0: That was my story. Next thought. But, yeah what what what, yeah. what is the contents of this triple sized issue?
1: What secrets are you guys a bit worried? Like it feels like we've been on a roll that, you know, things are gonna get jammed up with a triple sized issue. Yes. I mean he's probably <laughs> not drawing all of it, so I'm sure But sometimes it's worse because things don't come in.
0: I'm trying to think what you know, what's relevant that could be reprinted in there.
2: I I will say that I am absolutely. that was the first you well know, the first thing I thought was, fuck yeah, Frank. You know, you gotta <laughs> lock down those knockers. The second thing I thought was, oh, no, dude, who's going to slow this one up? I mean. I s- hope nobody. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, Angel doesn't really have any antagonists. I mean.
2: No, no, we're talking about collaborators slowing oh. up the issue. Oh, I, yeah. don't,
1: I don't know, man. I, don't, I wouldn't worry too so much <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'm worried a little bit like oh, we're yeah. on such a roll. I feel like these anniversary issues kind of jam things up when he's waiting for stuff or whatever. And it's like it gets away from him.
0: Oh, yeah. And this is the 30th anniversary of the ongoing series, not Savage Dragon itself. That's why it's coming out this year and not last year. I'm pretty sure he said that
2: he's just doing this as a catch up because he didn't do it last year. I'm almost like 99 percent sure I read that comment.
0: Hmm
2: that if last year had gone the way that it should have, that this would have hit last year.
0: Maybe you should have slapped the image 30 year logo on it.
2: I mean, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> what do you,
1: what are you guys hoping for, for some of these uh, extras in here?
0: Like I said, I actually, I can't think of anything that hasn't that, because that, usually these things have the main story backup and a reprint and i can't think of any like reprints recently that um right that are likely i'm
2: I'm ready to see uh, at least a page of adam pruitt funny's back
1: yeah okay it's been a while
2: feels like it's been a while since we saw a page of that
1: i wouldn't mind seeing like another north force adventure or something but i wonder if that's all coming to a close because he's leaving canada
0: that's this issue. Point. This issue is
1: after the move to San Francisco,
0: or at least the San Francisco cover. Right, yeah. right. Good point.
2: Yeah, good point. Yeah, it's a little like North, like North Force, just fucking dies on the way back to Earth with Captain Tootsie. <laughs> Maybe a Separate Paul adventure or something. Separate Paul adventure would be fantastic, dude. Just
0: got a Separate Paul adventure.
1: Oh, revisit Vanguard. <laughs>
0: It could be a Vanguard uh, backup. could be find out what's going on with him and all his buddies out in
1: space. I mean, we haven't seen uh, them in like five or six years. Yeah, Freak Force. Uh, they, I, they're kind of hanging around somewhere.
2: Even like Rock in the SOS. I mean, we could have an SOS. There's been a lot of awesome characters on the sidelines.
1: Right. Even and if you I, had like It SOS seems like they're going to come back out because there was talk about Malcolm heading up that division there
2: yeah yeah uh i mean i'm saying there could be some of that as a backup
1: you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no I, i'd like to see it. there's a lot of characters where we haven't really gotten much out of like a uh, uh crusader and destroyer uh, mark and paul mm-hmm. um those brothers uh i don't know there's a quite a few characters which i think could use the spotlight
2: the janey twins yeah yeah yeah, man. That whole gang. Yeah, I'm fucking... I'm excited. I it's just, I didn't it, think it, we were going to be getting one.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's like uh, Jim says. I it's like, there's... I can't think of any backups either or any stories that have been printed somewhere else that would be reprinted. So, to me, it's new kind of backups, and I'm just wondering who's doing it and what they are. I guess we'll just have to wait, but it is kind of right around the corner. This isn't yeah. like a year out. This is... You know, 267, three issues out, like Jim said.
2: Right, yeah. So we'll probably see
0: this at end of May, early June.
2: Theoretically months away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I Mm. mean, maybe he's been working right along on this, so.
2: I'll say this. I will say this. As dense as this Paul issue was, I feel like, he's had shit going on the back burner and even if he wasn't able to like get to it i feel like he probably all last year was thinking about shit Mm -hmm. so he probably has in mind what he wants to do for this or at least he's had a year to think about it is what i'm saying it's not like he's just, like, flying by the seat of his pants, like, eh, all right, triple size, and, like, has no idea. Like, he probably has ideas. Right. Shall we move along?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Next up on our news. Eric posted to Facebook that a Paul Dragon adventure was retrieved. Angel-fueled quake course uh, finheads have read this story before it's not new it's not unpublished it's not even that he hasn't been able to get this back into print but what is new is getting the original art back here's the war- story in his own words 39 years ago i wrote and drew this story for a book paul curtis was publishing called if memory serves plenty of comics it never came out paul never returned to the art Which, as it turns out, was a good thing. Paul recently passed away and his sister, Maggie Thompson, reached out to me to see if I wanted it back. I most certainly did. It's one of the few surviving Dragon comics. The others were all destroyed in the East Bay Firestorm in 1991. What an absolute thrill it is to receive this in the mail. The art is so tiny. I should add, I had photocopies of the art previously, and I've already printed the story three times. In Dragon 5, Savage Dragon Archives, the comic, not the trade paper books, uh, trade paperbacks, number four, and Savage Dragon 189. So again, it's not like this is going to be some unseen treasure. We've seen it. But, what's cool is that he got this back, and it's like, Some of the only Dragon comics, like, Paul Dragon comics that exist. (laughs) So, that's pretty fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, because I bet you they could have got some big money on, you know, eBay or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, you know what it is? It's a total barn car situation. Like, those pages were just sitting around... (laughs) Like yeah, not right. like not moving, and then boom, they're retrieved.
0: It is You're interesting. Saying? He showed photos of, of the, the the original art. Um, it's done almost comic strip style on what I'm guessing is just standard letter size paper sideways, and then you stack two on top of each other to make a whole page. I, yeah, I wonder exactly. if that I wonder if that was the format of that Plenty comics thing. Was more Must like a, been. but uh, you now he puts him uh side by side with the latest issue of Savage Dragon and put together the the art size is isn't, isn't any bigger than like a U.S. standard comic size, so it's not even close to A three. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting from that standpoint too.
2: Yeah, he definitely wasn't doing the uh, thing where you know pros work, uh, you know, like upsize and then scale it down. Right. Like, he wasn't doing that. He was just drawing it, like, one-to-one. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's fucking cool. Like I said, a little piece of history that just dropped in his lap, and he never anticipated it. And, you know, like he said, this in this way, like, the way that it happened, here's these uh, Paul Dragon stories that survived the fire.
0: Well, he must fucking not – I never thought about it, but he must not have the original art to any of those other Paul Dragon stories that we've seen printed before. It's kind a, of the way this, it seems. This, mu- this must be all he has, which is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, that, you know, these these pages are in really good condition, at least from based on the photos.
0: Yeah, they're a little yellowed, but otherwise, I think the most yellowing is in, like, tone. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. It's
2: funny that uh, Don Simpson was complaining about how Zippotone turns yellow and cracks, and that it kind of ruined his originals, his original Megaton Man. And he's like, oh, I just, you know, wish that I hadn't used it. You know, now that I see how good digital Zippotone is, he's like, I wish I just had my original art clean. And then you see these like Paul Dragon stories from, good Lord, who knows how long ago. And the Zippotone, while yellow, is still pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this shit must have been kept in like, I don't know, like locked away, like away from light and like, you know. I don't know. It's just it's just amazing, really.
0: So that that that's a great feel good story. Um, but I think moving on, we should talk about. We got some letters in. Uh, mm-hmm. People heard my cross voice in the last episode and responded. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're like a dog instructor, really. Sit.
0: Uh, just a quick reminder, our old, interesting conversation uh, went as such. Uh, if Malcolm and family leave Canada behind, what would you like to see happen to the rest of the cast? Uh, so we we, we pose, pose that to our listeners, and let's see uh, what kind of responses we got. So we got Ken Albury writes, Hey guys, my immediate response to the question concerning what should become of all the supporting SD characters located in Canada is that they can stay put, with the exception of family... <laughs> uh family or family adjacent characters i think it would be quite the challenge to find motivation and means to move too many characters along with malcolm and maxine and the kids i suspect paul and alex might go which i would prefer kevin and may ling should go as well heck kevin should be on the new team everyone else can stick around north of the border it's a known trope but the audi- but the auditioning of potential new team members is always fun it's been a long while since we saw dragon interviewing the sos hopefuls as much as I love the supporting cast, I am spoiled and want new, exciting characters dripping with humor, straight-ass badassery, or a combination of both. I'm pretty excited to see who we meet once the uh, once the crew arrives in Cali, as I grew up just a few hours south of San Fran. It's going to be great seeing settings I'm familiar with. And that was, of course, from Ken Albury. So, yeah, Ken says, everyone stay home. Captain Tootsie, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Paul, Walter... Die in a snowbank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's I uh, I do for kind. Of, I do kind of agree. Like I, I hope we do get some like new characters out of it, though. Like some new like guys that stick around. You know what I mean? Like yes, it's always yeah. kind of a treat to get new supporting cast.
2: Yeah, oh. Canada was good. If you think about it, like uh, in terms of like supporting cast, we got some really cool characters out of Canada. As much as I would be very sad to see them all just, you know, stay up north like he's suggesting, I am really excited to see what Eric does with San Francisco. See, I
0: I disagree, Um, although I I personally think that characters like Walter, Greta, and Captain Tootsie are quote-unquote dragon family characters now, and I think they should stick around. Although, specifically those three, I mean, North Force obviously can stay behind. Right. Do you yeah, think
2: Tootsie's I, enough of a globetrotter? Yeah,
0: I mean he's a fucking science hero.
2: Okay, he got a science spaceship. Hero. He's got a bunch of children. <laughs> Craig, you were saying?
1: No, I, I just I think it'd be a good mix. Like I like some of those characters, and I want to see some new ones. What's that? What's that guy? Jeremiah Youngblood. Is you think he's gonna be uh, uh, sticking oh, yeah. around? <laughs> oh, you yeah. know until he's he blows, awesome. until
0: he until he blows up. <laughs> It's Um, young blood. One one day before retirement
2: (laughs) Malcolm you remind me of your father (laughs) Just a blood mist and a metal arm
1: (laughs) Uh, Shall we jump into the next letter
2: Thank you Ken Albury
1: Okay our next letter is from James Sheehan He says Greetings Fincasters Sure is nice to have Savage Dragon back in our hands. I got my son the Savage Dragon Ultimate Collection, and now I believe we have a new fan of the book. He is really enjoying it. I'll cut to the chase on the interesting conversation. I'd like to see the supporting cast stay active in the book and have some subplots created or other events happen to where the cast can be reunited or at least get together from time to time other than funerals. Keep up the... Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. James. So kind of a little bit different there where it looks like he it sounds like he wants to see the cast remain active but more of like just visiting or just events where they get reunited then maybe I'll move is that
2: yeah that I think he's saying? just saying subplots like in Canada
1: yeah um, I wonder how old his son is he's, gonna, he's into the ultimate collection What's hopefully funny he's is not too young as the issues go up
2: I know Big Jim, and uh, he's raising his kids on like preacher and the boys, so they'll, okay. they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine.
1: How old are his kids? You know, he's got maybe a lot. you can't give that information out.
2: He's. i will just say he's got a fucking lot of kids. He's like George Foreman. So, there's like several gyms. Like it's he's got a lot of kids. So it's like yeah, it, it could be anything. It could be like a little little kid where you're like oh no. It could be like a kid that's like you know old enough to drink. Like it could be anything. So. <laughs> yeah if you feel like clarifying (laughs) big jim you let us know
0: That was about accurate
2: (laughs) um moving right along friend of the show greg aubrey writes hi guys this is a bit of an unusual correspondence but i've got something to share with y'all for the practice experience and the sheer hell of it i downloaded and did a practice edit on episode 123 thought i'd share it with you my partner and I are going to start podcasting, and I wanted to grab some raw audio. Try it out. If you like the file, you're more than welcome to use it as a reupload. Funny part is, I still haven't read Ant Number 6 yet, although I listened to you guys talk about it at length several times over. I'll get to it eventually. Like the rest of you, I'm super meh on Ant so far. I want to like it more than I actually do. Some of the art is great. The color work is pretty neat. and I'm not dying to read my copy from month to month. In any case, I'm glad you guys are out there every month doing the work. Now, go find me a juice harp, boy <laughs> <Greg
1: O'Reilly. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: i am uh, sick of that now ne- never
1: again sick of the juice harp how oh, dare you
2: i want a juice harp to play at my funeral amazing uh, grace on a jew part our harp. next
1: uh, our next savage uh, fincast episode intro will be on the juice harp <laughs> You, you can handle that one, Craig. You, you've always wanted to be in the Savage Dragon
0: intro. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Hey, look! Another letter. Hey there, guys. First off, I would like to see Angel, Rita, Walter, and Freak Force join the team, which I would think is a given. But I would also like to see if Powerhouse can somehow join the team. I also think that Kevin should retire and live the rest of his life being a family man in Canada. Somebody needs a happy ending. As a side note for me, Ska started in 94, Sublime. It pains me that no Craig way. does not like the band for one or two songs that kept playing on the radio. I will be removing my Craig Olsen poster from my wall now. JK. <laughs> Love the show and keep up the awesome job, guys. And that comes from uh, Andre Reese.
1: So, yeah, sorry. Sky did not start in 94, Sublime. Yeah. Well, S- still S-
0: S- ska didn't start with Sublime. Scott Punk started with Sublime.
1: No, he's, he's, get he's, out of here! No, guys, I, he
2: said uh, for me he had the. I know. Can I just say he I had know, the qualifier? But I'm still
1: saying he's wrong.
2: <laughs> you, he's wrong ska about Punk. what started for him. Scott okay.
1: Punk does not start with Sublime, Jim. We're gonna have to. So wait a minute,
2: lesson. Craig. You tell us where it started.
1: You would know. You ever hear Operation Ivy? Mm, I know, haven't. It like wouldn't start the there either. But but there, it's way before Sublime, and they're huge. Went on to become. I've uh, never heard of them. Members of Rancid <laughs> and uh, influence bands like Green Day and stuff like that. Oh wow! That, cool. But that was way before. Worth Sublime. looking. Yes, it's
0: ninety eight. I but, mean eighty eight. So yeah, you're right.
2: Good Lord, they but, splintered uh, off into, like, Green Day and Rancid. I Holy mean, shit. Scar
1: in general, I mean, uh, bands like The Specials and stuff like that, but, I mean, whatever. I don't, I don't want to get into it. Someone else can always one-up me, too, but Sublime is not. It's garbage. Well, yes, <laughs> I mean, we don't disagree
0: that Sublime is garbage. I that's like the, that's Sublime. That's not the question.
1: I like Sublime. It's okay. You can like it. Anyone can like anything. I'm just being a cr- grumpy old Let's move on. So, sublime is when it's sold out is what you would say, right? No, I wouldn't say that either. I, okay. I just no.
2: So, you do practice santeria? Yes. And you do have a crystal ball?
1: I do. You I had actually a saw million sub- dollars. Can I say I saw Sublime play live? And before the guy died,
2: Oh, Okay, I thought you were gonna say and they sucked or something like that.
1: No, I just didn't did, pay attention did,
0: to them. I don't know their history. They, they're what their lead, uh, their lead singer died.
1: Yeah, before they even really got big. Yeah, yeah I, they, I'm, they got I'm noticing they actually only done.
0: have three albums, which surprised me because I thought they were a bigger deal than they are. And they
1: he he owed he OD'd. And the wow. thing
2: is, is that like when their music videos, this is how I remember when their music videos hit, and these were the two songs that made them big. The, he was a fucking like blue ghost. They took old footage and like made it blue.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: For his parts and like I was, was like, he... what's up with that? And they're like, yeah, he's fucking dead. And I was like, oh, he's what? already
0: died. They recorded the album, he died, and they did the music videos with him as a ghost. Yeah. Like Weird.
2: they just were <laughs> like, well, shit, we got to make these music videos, and so they just like had him old footage of him, and they just made it blue because it's like fucking nineteen ninety four. Right, I saw right.
1: them. No, no, no. Because I saw them at the. First Warp Tour, so I think that was '95. And I remember watching them, but not really paying attention because I didn't know who they were. What because. I got was her big song, right?
2: Yeah. Love is what I got. And then there was the other one, um, you know, The Wrong Way, you know, that one. And then Santeria. Yeah. There's the three. Those are the three songs. I see. Yeah, I don't and practice three- Santeria. All the, all also, tur-
1: I'm saying, uh, sorry, I, I'm getting all fired up thinking about these things. I'm <laughs> saying like like punk ska, like way before Op Ivy 2, The Clash was playing that kind of stuff. Well, what was The Clash ska, though? I thought they were just punk. No, but they did play some ska, reggae. This whole ska movement started, you know, was English guys listening to reggae in the late 70s right, maybe early, right. seven, early 70s maybe early yeah. 70s I'm probably wrong on that I mean, that makes but I, sense yeah so punk when the punks got into it in the late 70s they brought over some and Clash definitely has some ska songs they weren't a ska band but right. they have some ska songs I see
0: hmm
2: how does this relate to ska pilgrim
1: yes I, I would
0: read ska pilgrim
1: Okay, I think we've bored everyone. Too, too bad it doesn't everyone. exist.
0: <laughs> all right, I think that's all our letters. So now we get to do our new interesting conversation.
2: I got to say, listeners...
0: My co-host shot down my idea of doing a uh, who Who do we ship together is is getting married in the futures, but I think we got a decent one instead.
2: Yeah, Hortus's corpse and Abner Cadaver, that's my pick. Yes. But move. <laughs> Stitch them together just did they they just kiss and the laces tie their lips together um (laughs) so the real question that we came up with issue 264 it's somewhat of a standalone character showcase for paul dragon so we just want to know
0: really unique as far as savage dragon issues go in terms of like it doesn't have any framing it's just this is an issue about paul's history this is a history lesson yeah it just comes it's, out of nowhere and we we've had similar like scenes like this i'd say with other characters but we've never had an entire issue dedicated to one character so especially, we
2: especially especially if you want to say showcase like we're really putting the emphasis on this as a character showcase because savage dragon also doesn't really dwell on flashbacks for long long periods of time this whole issue is a flashback so, who would you like to see get their own showcase issue in a similar vein of 264? Fellas,
1: who wants to go first? I don't, because I don't have anybody. Not, not Raven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can
2: if you want. You want go me to go? F-
0: go first, Raven. Yes. Yes.
2: <clears throat> so a uh, character i would absolutely love to see get a showcase would be our man Fonte. Okay, especially especially after this issue and i know that that would be a mostly new showcase since there's actually not a lot of Fonty, not not a lot of meat on the fonti i mean F-
0: fonti is like a semi-immortal character i mean he's probably had like thousands of years of history
2: I mean, dude, that's the implication, is and there's he's all, had
0: it and in the savage world, he like disappears, so he could be somewhere now, even now he could be out having adventures,
2: yeah, well, I mean the thing is that like he's it's very hinted at, he's like you know he chooses champions for earth, and mm-hmm. he is constantly at, you know battle with the fucking wicked worm, and it's just like he's I'm you know, always battling
0: he, my wicked worm too,. <laughs> That was crude, and I apologize. <laughs> no, dude,
1: feisty Jim. Do not always ever, a great episode. Always. Do not
2: ever apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good, yeah, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, Fonty is my pick. I I know that that might not necessarily be like a flashback, but I'm going to open it up to the concept that a character showcase doesn't have to be much retread. It could be a lot of new it just be a focus on one character.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually having a hard time coming up with one cuz so you got to have a character who has like a period of time in their lives that you can really like go in depth on that you've sure, already that you haven't already seen a good chunk of through standard savage dragon storytelling. Yeah, that's that's where I'm like but because, it's only 20 pages, so... Right, but, like, some of my favorite, like, of type... One, some of my favorite, like, when they do get flashbacks, like, I, lo- I love seeing young Malcolm in the old Image Universe, which we have seen occasionally crop up. Um, But I don't know if you want to dedicate an entire issue
1: like that. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Baby Boom. Is that the guy with the big... Infant that floats?
0: Yes. Baby, baby, boom. Baby, baby, the adventures. I'm just kidding.
1: No. Um, <laughs> how about Chief Renfeather, that Indian guy from uh, Freak from The Force? comic strip? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> kidding. Really? Uh, no. Uh, I would say super tough, maybe, if you want to talk Ooh. about, like, a guy that's been around different generations. Yeah. He's, and still, he's still in the book. He's, still, he's still alive, too. So he's... Yeah. I mean... Honestly, for me, I feel like... I don't know. It was a really tough one. If if it was anyone, probably super tough, maybe. Because there's a lot of, like, different time periods and stuff you could go through.
2: Yeah, dude. A super tough uh, showcase would be full of, uh, like, interesting potential. Yeah, man. That's a good one.
0: Good pick. Jim? I'm having a really hard time picking. Um... Super Tough was a really good pick, by the way, because he's he's exactly the kind of character you'd want to put a spotlight on. I don't know why you'd want to put a spotlight on him, but you could put a spotlight on him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not
1: saying I particularly want to, but if I had...
0: I suppose, I suppose Captain Tootsie would be a good candidate. Yeah, that would. That he would. Captain Tootsie has, you know, a lot of background, a lot of history that, although does sort of exist in his old comic books and comic strips and such... Hasn't been, like, fully, like, explored through the Savage Dragon he, lens. He's so he, only
1: had, like, two comics, and the rest were, like, little ads. Right. Yeah, um, right. yeah, yeah so, Tootsie's
2: a real good one.
0: So I'm going to say Captain Tootsie is, is going to be my pick for a whole
1: 28, 20-page 20 uh, history lesson. He was a space adventurer, so he's yeah. going all around different planets
2: yeah space adventure science hero he's got connection to all those other public domain characters in savage dragon
1: Man, that's a good last minute save there feisty jim Indeed. yeah
2: you really pulled a good sorry, one sorry everyone guys. i
0: think we took the three good ones
1: so you're gonna have a lot of <laughs> hard know, time. Man, i think if you had a lot of time to think about it you could pull some more out well they can like do what, it i i uh it's rock been up to these last few decades
2: well, I mean, when you uh, write in your question... Oh, goddammit, I'm a
0: fucking moron. Oh? I should have went, Neut- went with Neutron Bob. <laughs> give, give me the history, of Neutron Bob. Let me learn about why his mother is so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you do have two different, like, universes to work with. That's true.
0: But I really no. kind of only want to know about the one, the Savage World, because the previous version of Bob is just kind of uh, just a supervillain. Whereas Bob in this universe is a lot more, like, interesting things going on with him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: he's trying to make good, as, as Dragon told him to. But uh, last we saw, is he was he human? We haven't seen him in, like, ten years. I gotta find out if he was still human then. Bring Bob it's back. Been, it's then been it a long time. Start a writing in campaign. <laughs> bring, bring back ba- Bob. Bring him back for SOS, please. For God's sakes, bring back- bring me, give me Bob. Bringbackbob.com. Oh. oh, damn it.
1: Do not start taking them all, man. <laughs> yeah. Think of the listeners. Think Where, of the where's listeners. my
0: 20 page history of the <laughs> of the seeker?
1: <laughs> That's a
0: good one. You just took that. That is a good one, uh, dude. That was mine. I stole all three of them. Sorry, guys. Nothing uh,
1: better. He's making it hard. He's like, he goes from, I think we took the three best ones, and then he just rattles like three more.
2: <laughs> good ones, too. Oh, wait a minute, Bob. Oh, wait a minute, Seeker. Oh, wait a minute.
0: It's like, God damn it. That's okay. They can do, do like, Bloop or uh, Earth (laughs) Woman, Earth Girl. Melvin Mouse. Indeed. There's all kinds of choices.
2: I mean, there really literally is is what's funny is, like, readers can really go off. Hey, readers, when you write into this, like, don't just say, I want to see, you know, a showcase of, like, you know, Powerhouse. Explain why. Like, kind of elaborate a little bit, like what you would hope for it to get into. That way, you can make it a little more interesting. That way, if two people pick, like, you know, I want to see, you know, Brenda Funk, you know, we can get <laughs> why, like, from each guy. It might be different there. So, right into us, Craig. Don't we have an email?
1: SavageFinCast at gmail.com. Beautiful. Who did you sleep with at Google to get us that email address? You know, I just uh, I had the foresight of locking that in. No, that wasn't me. I think that was a uh, that was our pal feisty Jim.
2: Jim.
0: What about me? Jim jobs who, all
1: around.
2: Who'd you plow to get us that Gmail?
0: Not Steve Jobs.
2: <laughs> it's <Yeah>. that's Apple. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but this is an alternate universe. Oh, okay. Come
0: on, keep, keep keep our lore straight.
2: Right, 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 right. You know,
0: you know what I'm hungry for. What are you hungry for?
2: I'm just absolutely famished for some uh, potatoes and meat. Chicken
0: dumplings. <laughs> chicken,
2: chicken dumplings. I was trying. I was like, should I make a whole new thing, or should I just like swip swap? And veggie burgers.
1: Human I can, flesh. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm really d- ready to get into the uh did you say human flesh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd really like to have uh, some cat and dog meat right now. Gross. Mm. They're not pets in our world. We like snakes and spiders as pets. <laughs>
0: Ugh, cats and All dogs, right. they give me Let's wills. get
1: into this. This is getting out of hand.
0: <laughs> so, hey want to get into it?
1: Hey guys, what what? Raven? We've been waiting for this.
2: Are you ready to have all of Paul's secrets revealed? I am. I'm finally ready. Right at
1: out. last. At last.
2: It is at last. Because as soon as we saw this cover, it's actually been a long fucking time, hasn't it?
0: I feel like it was like the middle of last year.
2: Yeah, what a cock tease. Yeah. We have been getting edged for months. <laughs> like a half a year. And I don't know about you guys, but... I didn't know what the fuck to fucking expect, but yeah. man. Edging is a
0: natural high. <laughs>
2: right. But this thing surpassed it. I'm just saying this thing surpassed the expectations. It,
0: it I really knew it was going to be it, fun. It really did in a lot of ways because I didn't expect it to be cover to cover. I expected it to feature prominently, but I didn't yep. realize it was just going to be this. Yep.
2: I thought it was going to be like Malcolm was going to walk in and see Paul like, sitting at a table. And all Paul's right, asshole. Like,
0: <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, we're going to settle
2: this once and for all. I need all your secrets revealed. <laughs> no, dude. Instead, we get this like fucking one-of-a-kind so far in 30 years character showcase issue with no real setup, no real precedent. It's just like you flip the page and were you expecting the burning field?
0: I wasn't. I was not expecting the burning field, but you know what? You got to love a good recurring motif and it is a dragon thing and not a Malcolm thing. So you aren't going to see it much going forward. I don't think.
2: Right. Right. I was just, when I saw that, I was like, Oh, burning field.
0: One last time until the next time.
1: One last time. Da, 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 hey, can we just to, to back up real quick the cover? I thought there was a real missed opportunity that kind of made me chuckle. Do you remember I don't know, like, if if you if you listeners out there follow uh the Savage Dragon uh fan the, the Facebook page the Eric Larson Savage Dragon page, there's um a PDF I put together which was a copy from the old forums where Eric gave the oral history of Paul Dragon like mm-hmm. 20 years ago, where he kind of put down all his thoughts that he could remember from his old comics that burnt in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just funny because remember he talked about like his ongoing title of his comic was Sergeant Marvel's greatest comics. And then oh. someone shit on it. Cause it said, it sounded like Marvel dude. How funny would it have been on the oh. B covers? Instead of the uh, Image Comics Presents, it, it would have said, like, Sergeant Marvel's Greatest Comics Presents or something. Now, you know,
0: <laughs> I fucking love that kind of, like, alternate reality, like, bullshit. I love that. But you can completely understand from a completely uh, yeah, I, marketing reason why that would be a terrible idea. No,
1: I know, but it would have been funny. It would have like, been
0: fucking cool. amazing. It would have been incredible, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, lo- me- I love okay. I the idea of doing an alternate universe story and like completely dripping the issue out and like all these not anachronisms because it because it's not really anachronistic, but it is like it's like it's like you've stepped into an alternate universe. You've picked up the 264th issue of the Paul Dragon comic book rather than the Savage Dragon comic
1: book. Yeah, dude. Fuck yes. The the best thing about this issue to me is that he didn't even try to like clean it up in a way. Like if you read his oral history of Paul dragon that from his memories, like it's pretty much a straight adaptation of like his childhood comics, like no, like no trying to clean it up in any and, way.
0: And, and there's a bit of like, there is some convoluted concepts here that took me a couple times to figure out. And I think that's the best part about it. Because it, a, it yeah. does seem like the kind of thing a child would write. But, it's of course, it's executed, <laughs> ex- executed by a grown man.
1: Yeah, and wh- I love h-
2: it. Yeah, I'm with you guys 100%. Like, uh, when I was reading this and you see the Incredible Hulk moment where, like, he gets stronger and angrier, like, yeah. he gets stronger as he gets angrier, I just was like, yes, because I just was afraid he was actually going to try to, like, you know, kind of. Shy away from that. Dude, he totally embraced it. (laughs) Totally embraced it.
1: I love that there's three versions of Dragon running around in this comic. Oh, that that one page. That
0: one panel. which,
1: Which is exactly how his comics were written. Which he said, like, in this oral history that I'm, you know... And again, listeners, if you want to read the oral history from 20 years ago that Eric gave, it's on the media section of the the Eric Larson Facebook page. Um, But, you know, someone in that oral history, when there was like a questions and answers and they're like, I think it's crazy that three versions of dragons are running around in, in his old books, you know, and and they are, it's exactly how it's written in here.
0: What's crazy. What's really crazy is I didn't realize that original dragon needle nose, flash Mercury isn't Paul dragon. He's a completely separate character.
1: Right. It's like Kid Eric just kind of was like, "All right, I don't want to do that anymore." And just made a new guy, but just kind of kept him in the continuity.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah. Just just kept the, just kept like the he, old guy.
1: Like he liked the concept of a character called Dragon that I don't know and, and just kept redoing it.
0: There's just, a you know. There's a real like classic comic sort of thing cuz you have your you'll have your golden age guy who's a real weirdo like Flash yeah. Mercury and then you'll have your modern your your well you'll have your silver age guy who's the William Johnson version who's the the big dude in the costume and then you have your yeah. modern version who's Paul who's a green guy with a fin on his head
1: like a mutant right.
2: <laughs> right yeah dude it's brilliant i mean and it all came from one guy like it's it's like a fucking hyper compressed like You know, instead of something that took, like, decades and decades and, like, tons and tons of collaborators refining what the previous guy did, it's just Eric. It's just Eric looking what he did and being like, nah. There's a lot
1: he can build on in this, too. A lot of open-ended things. Like, we never find out where Paul came from originally. He somehow... It makes it out to be that he entered William. Uh, it sounds funny. He well, enters, let's uh, let's go let's William go through <laughs> it. Let's let's go through <laughs> right. it. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, we do. We, these
0: star- page we, by page. we started the burning field. Yeah, but Paul clearly says, "This is not, not me. Him. This is not me." But it, the story starts here. Yeah. So William Johnson is a reporter who finds a, who is found in a burning field. Right. Who is found by Frank Darling in a very, again, we're going to see a lot of this throughout this issue. There are a well, lot of callbacks
1: f- found by Frank Darling, but Frank Darling's there to wake him up and ask him questions. Oh, Of course. Yes. Uh,
0: we, we never really find out who actually finds Dragon. We just know that Frank Darling's the first person he meets same deal with 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 uh, William here I, I I do wonder though if Frank was always there or if that is something that Eric has retconned in it'd be interesting to ask him that if we get to talk to him about it because I'm curious if it if Frank has always exist always existed or he decided to just use it as a callback here
1: yeah, I think probably just a callback, but I could be wrong
0: but uh we do get that we do with the repeat we see history repeating itself or or repeating itself I suppose um where william's then, in the in the bed and he gets the conversation with frank about having amnesia we get all the things we don't get the we don't get the uh, who's president of the united states question which uh you'll notice there really isn't anything in this issue that ties it to any particular period which i think is eric's solution to the ronald reagan was president problem right yeah right 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 <laughs> yep
1: we yeah can. the real
2: time real time doesn't 100 percent exist in paul's world
0: Uh, so, yeah, so William William's found in the field, and he gets chased down by a car, and he discovers he has superpowers.
2: Yeah, he hulks out. And this is what I was referring to when I said, I, I did not expect the Hulk element to be retained. And yet, when when William gets hit by the car, he gets pissed off and starts scrunching the car. And the cool thing is having just done this reread, this stuff hits in my head, like even fresher, just like the image universe. William was hounded by his brother. Yep. Paul dragons. William is hounded by his brother. Mm -hmm. Cause he fucking grabs that dude out of the car and tells him, he's like, did your brother send me? I was like, Oh dude, Ralph, Ralph Johnson. What? So So let me ask
1: you, let me ask you a question. Sorry. i mean to cut you off. No, that's it. I was done. Um, Does the burning field happen before or after the car chase? Before. No, I don't think so. Because he's all huge in the burning field and his shirt's ripped.
0: Eh, He's not
1: that big in the burning
0: field. I think he's got human proportions there. Uh, He definitely doesn't have dragon proportions and he doesn't have dragon. His
1: shirt is all ripped though. When he's running, his shirt's not ripped. It doesn't rip until he kind of hulks out. Right but so this happens me, th- 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 it,
0: this, this this happens the running away from the car thing happens after the hospital after he's gotten out of the hospital that's the way I took it too Yeah he fought, well there's, he, oh, there's, you're there's right, appears you're right. he appears in bernie field he gets found
1: all oh, right talks got right. dates yeah June 1st. I didn't wake up in the hospital on June 1st and then yeah, June, June 4th, 4th he gets yep. gotcha gotcha yeah. I think yep. he's just so, human
0: proportioned at this point I think so whatever happened he, to him allows him to hulk out
1: to me, it looks like he's hulked out on that cover, like he ah. got. But do you, do you think this burning field is the point where the Paul Dragon entity joins with him? Well, I Absolutely. mean, the Absolutely. text says it, he doesn't.
2: Well, no, text no. says he
1: doesn't remember. He he knows doesn't it remember. Happened. Yeah, it slowly. Well, no, falls. Well,
0: no, it says I didn't wake up in a burning field in my reality. It's but it started with the burning field. I didn't right. wake up in the hospital. I did hear about it.
1: I right. didn't so it's I Williams, don't remember. But it's William, he's in he's mixed with William now. It says yeah. it started there. But he doesn't what? remember it cuz William's consciousness is still the main consciousness and then eventually yeah. his consciousness takes over.
2: That's that's what it is is that when it starts William is dominant.
1: Right. And, but right.
2: but him and Dragon merge. And so, right. I do believe that the burning field is when the dragon entity enters William's body. However, William's still dominant. And so, God. as the story goes on, dragon emerges as dominant.
1: Right. Every time he hulks out, per se, he gets the dragon persona, kind of, until, which, dra- until Paul eventually takes over.
2: Which, again, here's what's a brilliant concept. If you guys remember, that's very similar to what happened with Mighty Man. Where, like, you know how, like, uh, when people who are irresponsible take get Mighty Man, they just sort of don't ever turn back. Right. right. Well, they even have the line here in this issue where he's like, you never turn back into Paul. And uh, Dragon's like, why would I? I'm more vulnerable. <laughs> you know? And So it's the exact same kind of story beat where it's like, you know, there's two people in one body. And Dragon kind of doesn't ever want to go back to turning into Paul. Right. There's parallels in this. The the thing is about this is that there's parallels to so much. It's so fucking cool. It's over the top.
1: Yeah, because Ralph was a major villain for a few issues in Savage Dragon. Yes. The the actual. (laughs) Kidnapped
0: Rita. (laughs)
1: And then, that, uh, I mean, go ahead, Jim, if you want to take on, take it. Over. I was, I was
0: just gonna say that whole that whole arc with Ralph, kind of. Was that what? That was that was that was, that was during the um, merge period, right after issue fifty.
2: There was There's some that. of that, yes, yeah. There was some it, of that because he gets that, shot
1: in the head. That was Eric kind of playing in his old.
0: Right. That whole, that whole that whole that whole that whole storyline was itself a callback to this, which so it makes sense that this is very familiar. Right.
2: Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. The parallels, it's insane. Cause like it's new, but also too it totally parallels what happened in the image universe. Because that was based on the old comics.
1: (laughs) It's awesome. I Um, love this uh, super fantastic hero team. Yeah. I, I like that it, apparently
0: Fonty gave them these powers. Isn't that right. cool? Isn't that a
2: cool wrinkle? Because well, who's,
0: who, who's here? We got Fonty, we got uh, Battle Tank, we got Dragon, Flash Mercury. No got, Battle Tank. It's right? not Battle is Tank? That, who's who's oh, the that armor? silver thing? Yeah, I think that's Battle Tank. Oh,
1: is it? Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I know Zeke, he Zeke looks is different the big as guy. you go on. He turns into like a green guy eventually.
0: Or maybe it does? Okay, I'll pay some more attention.
1: I'll show you when, when we get
0: there. Yeah, Zeke is in the helmet, and yeah. uh, Poison Dart has Half- got the mask. Half-Man, we finally learned. Is
1: Poison Dart with a mask?
0: I think so, yeah. Oh,
1: huh. Half-Man, yeah. I don't know who those uh, brother and sister-looking Yeah.
0: are. I don't know if we've ever met them. It could be, so- I was going to say Solar Man, but probably not. He's got the split-curl Superman thing going on, so it's probably He's a, super- a Superman-Supergirl
1: thing. Spit curl man. Yeah, he's got the little spit curl symbol on his chest. Yeah, good right. point.
0: Good point.
2: <laughs> well, hold on. Is do the copyright info? You know how he does copyrights. Does no, that have anything in an he info? Does that anymore? Oh, okay. Know. Too bad. <laughs> I was going to say if that had any kind of like hints for us. Was the Eric wiki did, updated?
1: No. Um, okay. On the oral history of uh, uh, Paul Dragon that I keep referencing. Eric did say in his early days, Fonty pretty much gave all of his kind of guys the power. So it was like an st- easy way to just give everyone powers.
2: It's also cool because uh, if you, again, narratively want to tie that to kind of like modern continuity, like that's kind of like what Elsa Stone was doing yep. down yep. in Mexico, just or handing cr- out powers.
1: Or the creator or yeah, the other well, guy that. Prism killed or <laughs> Yeah, he's had a couple of
2: those power brokers. Yeah. You know, yeah. the the power, power broker. broker.
1: Yeah.
2: Craig, you touched on it though, dude. Super fantastic hero team. Is that not fucking hilarious? <laughs> I love it, dude. I love that he kept that in. Yeah. Question. I'm gonna ask you guys, uh, was this not originally presented on Facebook as a double page spread?
1: The superhero think... fantastic team? I think he just posted the panel and we probably assumed it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he posted the panel. I don't without any context, so it was just okay. an assumption
1: we had all made.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Um yeah, so here the story continues, and this is where, you know, like you said, like the original dragon was Flash Mercury. And it doesn't really explain where they all went, but they all vanished, so old Paul just decides to become the new dragon.
1: <laughs> Young Eric Larson decided he wanted to move on. So <laughs> right. Super Fantastic Hero Team Disappears. <laughs> Dudes.
2: The mental man.
0: <laughs> well, I want to point out that this panel with the costumed uh, William is straight up, straight out of, you know, that story arc. That's a, yeah. Yeah, I forget which issue, but that's definitely. I mean, whoever whoever is like, whoever keeps track of all the self-homages is going to have a fucking field day with this issue. Yeah. Because it is full of them,
1: which friend is great. The show,
2: friend of the show, Mark Welzer, was like, "Dude, is this whole issue swipes?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a whole issue. I think some very specific things are. Um, but yeah, you're right. Mental Man. We got Star, of course. Very um, awesome. I think uh, Paul mentioned in in previous issues that that Star is like a completely different person. Yeah, like, um, I don't think um what's his name was ever Star?
2: Yeah, he sell, he he tells you right here like him and Paul or uh,
1: him and Star Peter Clapton. Yeah, they they married twins. <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Robinson, drummer in the prog rock band. Snapping right, and Chris, and it, no it, is no Chris it is Chris it is Chris Robinson, but he's white. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> that snapping granny and the no-no biscuits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's great. It's absolutely great. ridiculous. Strippers um, it named is,
2: Candy and Sugar.
1: <laughs> it is funny how like uh, William Johnson can, is basically like a Hulk. You know, he, he can just bulk up, but he still felt the need to like wear a dragon costume to kind of fill that void. That branding. Uh, Flash Mercury left behind. <laughs> he's
2: yeah, he's got the utility belt and everything, dude. Do you? Here's Jim's favorite panel, out of the whole thing.
0: Oh right, yeah, Fonty in the fridge. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, do that, I love
1: that panel. Is that panel's messed up?
0: It is. Uh, but I just the idea that Fonty just is absolutely. It comes Digging into around. it comes into Williams' home and just eats all his food. Fucking gremlin,
1: at Fonty. Jawa gremlin. Um.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. The um so the word balloon is pointed at William, but it should be pointed at uh at uh Chris Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson, yeah.
1: Yeah. I know what confused
2: Jack weird. if it was Jack who does the balloon arrows. It's that they're both pointing to Fun T.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what's funny is when I first read it, it didn't register as a problem. No. I was like <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. later I was like, Oh,
0: I gotta say, Chris Robinson is like a real like weirdo because he said he says that's that's Fonte William. That cat is out there. Let me introduce you. The cat is out <laughs> he's there. A,
1: he's a musician.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Is that how you talk?
2: I mean, Listen. it's still vaguely seventies. I
0: mean, Look at Flash. He's Murphy's got a pants. personal guru. <laughs> yeah. So what's um it's what's up guru, with candy man. and
1: sugar? i love it what's up with their what's up with their faces those are not larson faces photo photo reference
2: photo reference confirmed dude yeah what was it somebody one of the finheads was like it feels like some of these were drawn by a different guy (laughs) (laughs) and eric was like "Ah, i use photo references here and there
1: i love how he didn't change this from uh from his uh old school I, like the the names candy and sugar <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: moderately curious if they were like based on actual like uh actresses or strippers which is why he used the photo reference i
1: i got to i, I got to read this this little uh blurb from when eric did this little uh oral history he says beginning with sergeant marvel's greatest comics the dragon was william johnson who turned into the dragon and tugged on a costume Dragon had a girlfriend named Candy, and his crime-fighting partner was Star, a white guy named Chris Robinson, who had a girlfriend named Sugar. Pretty sad shit. (laughs) That's what he said. Basically, pretty sad shit. I love that he kept it.
2: Yeah, don't shy away from it. That's what's cool, is that as you're reading this, it didn't feel like Eric putting a fresh new coat of paint on his old adventures. It seemed like just him drawing them. Yeah, yeah, just drawing him. He just drew it. So help me out here, fellas. My brain didn't 100% comprehend what Fonti did with the baby.
0: All right, so here's how it I, works. I'll I explain know it comes it. out talking. I, will, I yeah. will explain it to you. Let me explain <laughs> it to you. Don't, don't you interrupt while I explain it. <laughs> okay. He has accelerated feisty their Jim. age, so the uh-huh. child is now two years old. Uh, I think they're two years old. No, they're a little older than that. How, whatever age they are, they've accelerated their, accelerated their aging. However, time is not passed. However, the child thinks the time has passed and has memories to account for the time that has passed. But time has not passed. Event Those events did not really happen. They only believe that they happened.
2: Okay, so Confused I gather yet? that there's a... No, no, I get it. But, like, I gathered that he did that later on in the issue. But why did he choose to do it here?
0: (laughs) Because, in superhero comics, children are annoying to write, and you want them to get as old as possible as quick as possible.
1: That's why they turned Franklin Richards into a teenager in the 90s. I mean... uh Fonti says it in the thing. He's like, "You, you two weren't exactly looking forward to changing diapers and sleeping in three-hour intervals." I did you a favor. He just thought he was doing him a favor because Fonti's fucking insane. This Fonti
2: is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's a lot different than image <laughs> he, Universe. He he's
1: great. <laughs> just a fucking insane wizard.
0: Yeah. Just, just imagine he's doing him a favor, getting getting you know, all the way through the terrible twos without having to do any of the effort. <laughs>
1: He's no diapers like, for you. He's like a schizo homeless guy with powers, and Chris Robinson just thinks he's like a magical guru, but really he's just a crazy fucking. Oh, he makes the powers.
2: He makes it noble, right here. He says, <laughs> he says, uh, candy. Yeah, William says Candy's going to be so pissed, and he goes, "You have a destiny. No, he's a yeah, duty. A duty. Oh, a duty, yeah, a duty and leader. a destiny." Yeah, duty and it. He's got both. He got a duty destiny, but like he said, like, it's bigger than you can possibly imagine. Bigger than you both. Yeah. And so, so it's it, like he's, he's yeah.
0: like getting getting rid of a distraction.
2: Yeah. Okay. I get it. All Which, right. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, it's still a shitty thing to do uh, without permission. <laughs> but uh,
1: he's crazy. He, I'm,
0: I'm <laughs> well, amazed. he's a, he's a, he's an immortal wizard. His his view on things is is greater than ours. Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. These, these trifles. Um, Can I say, it's funny that Ralph again, it's just, it's the same thing that we saw in the image. You, you know, Ralph just fucking, you know, witnessed, uh,
1: wants his revenge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to fucking take him out. Ah, it's so good, dude. So good. Which one of these heads is the fiend?
1: The guy with the, the big eyes, the yellow guy. Yeah, yeah, it's in that, order. He it, looks, it he looks order. like the fiend.
2: Oh, so it is in order. Okay. So the
0: yeah. okay. So let's let's do the two these real quick. So we got the professor who is uh, what's
1: his face in the, no, the box pos- possessor. Oh, the possessor the possessor. Yeah. All right, yeah. we've seen him before, Simon Kane. Simon Kane. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We got uh,
0: Xro Five, who I guess is a robot. We've, we've seen, seen him before. Have him before. Yeah. Actually, yeah. on the
1: cover, he's
0: on. He's attack from,
2: attack from Iraq. Oh, that guy.
0: No, yeah, it's yeah.
1: not. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. X-Row. He, oh no,
2: wait! X-Row comes in during the Ralph, the Ralph. Yeah, farm.
1: he was up on yes. uh, the building. There's a, yes. a cover of him like holding. Is it yep. she dragon over his head or dragon? Yes, I can't remember? Y- yeah. Oh, he's oh, so his,
0: he yep. was the robot guardian of. Yes. yes, he's the robot okay.
2: that kind of looked like Superman. Kind of looked like, like Superman, sp-
0: and he was he was white then. Yeah, that's why I didn't yes. recognize him. Yep. Yep. Okay. We got Animal who we know. We know yep. animal bronze man, who is the is the precursor to uh, Overlord,
2: lasers right. and gas.
0: Yep, bloop. Who we who we know the this fiend bloop.
2: Who... This bloop is a different kind of guy, isn't he? He's I mean, red. He's like he's like a badass bloop.
0: <laughs> kind of metalman esque. These guys. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. color coordinated, and there's three of them. Uh, the fiend who looks weird, but you can kind of see it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, then this rock character. Smasher. Rock Smasher is... Uh, I don't think Rock Smasher could be anyone, I suppose. No, he's garbage. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a gray Hulk with horns.
2: <laughs> and then we get some heroes here. Joseph Strange, from, who we've met These the are familiar of. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sergeant
0: Marvel, who we know intimately. Uh, rock, who's red.
2: Red Rock!
0: <laughs> and Shrew and Poison Dart, who... Maybe maybe the previous isn't Poison Dart. I thought she was Poison Dart
1: with the mask. I don't they're think both, she maybe is. they're both no, Poison I Dart. I think it's a different character. Mm.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, I think I think we never see other than I think we see Flash Mercury again, but I don't think we ever see the superhero fantastic team ever again. Like they disappear and they're gone.
1: Well, powerhouse.
2: Well, other than powerhouse, yeah. So
0: Bloop and his maybe. sinister siblings. I think we do.
2: So, Bloop's sibling in the Image Universe, wasn't Jennifer Bloop's brother? I mean, sister?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. She is here, too.
2: So Okay, so I'm saying, like, the one that's titty-slapping Paul right in the face.
1: Well, here she's, uh, is it Susan? Oh, it's Susan. So it is Susan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So is Susan yellow, the yellow one?
1: Yes.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Susan is the
0: one who who slaps Paul in the eye with her tit.
2: By the way, Eric confirmed that it was direct from the comics he made as a kid.
0: <laughs> well, the guys yeah, putting strippers in it. his the guys putting strippers in his comic he's he knows what he's doing. <laughs> right.
1: Editor Gavin Higginbotham told me that his Eric told him that his dad kind of laughed at it and and kind of made Eric I guess maybe embarrassed about that panel at some point <laughs> when he was a kid he showed him that or something, which I thought was pretty funny. It's
2: fucking awesome. Yeah, Candy has had too much.
0: (laughs) You know, this superhero stuff. Well, no, it was more like, uh, as this page says, Paul has started to assert himself as a separate entity. And so William is kind of in the background. So Candy is kind of like they've drifted apart as a result.
2: Yeah, this is where uh, this is where Paul gets. See, to see, alive. I, I
0: don't, I don't think Paul is like an entity that has inhabited. Uh, uh, uh. I don't think Paul is an entity that has inhabited William's body. I think the act of changing into the dragon has created Paul. I don't think Paul ever existed before this point. Just that like every time William becomes dragon. Dragon or Paul rather just kind of forms more as a stronger and stronger entity and gives I, him like his own person his own his own identity How do you explain their different personalities though Well, that's what I'm saying is that it's the act of becoming a superhero. I guess it's like the mentality that William has to go through to be a superhero and that has become its own entity. I got I my own theory. Okay, lay it on us.
1: I So, I don't think in his old comics that Dragon was ever an alien, but I don't think he ever had an origin for Paul Dragon, and maybe it's what Jim is saying. But I think if I had to tie it in now, because Paul Dragon's got to be an alternate version of our dragon, right? I think that the aliens somehow like beamed him down to Earth, and he merged with... Uh, uh, William Johnson. So, like,
0: whatever that the Kerr, a Kerr equi- whatever the curr equivalent was, got beamed down and happened to intersect with William and
1: merge them together. That right, and that will explain how he's an alternate version of Savage Dragon. That's a pretty good theory. I think I, that's my theory. I mean, I, who knows? But I, it's still open ended. We never find out. Yeah, it's good. Good a theory as any. Cause yeah, it's weird, because, I mean, how how do you kind of explain it, him being an alternate version, Paul being an alternate version of Dragon, if well, think about it like he's this. not an alien? Think
0: about it like this. You're a teenager writing these Dragon comics. You've gotten to the point <laughs> yeah. where you no longer want Dragon to be a dude in a costume, but you don't want to lose all this, like, history. So, what's the solution? Well, you got to split him in two, okay? So let's just say Paul is like a completely separate entity from William so you can have both characters be two different guys. You can say the superhero personality is his own and the and the uh William can go back
1: to being himself. No. I get that. I get that for this, but if you're trying to tie it in now with the regular Savage Dragon comic, which is totally like how do you know, go do ahead you have and to? explain? Okay. No, I don't know. if You don't have to. To, 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 to me but. that
0: that's a step further than is necessary. They are equivalent characters in the sense that they are both dragons that are superheroes. You don't need to, like, tie in, like, the, the specific minutiae of, like, the Kerr and the Kryolins. Sure.
1: I guess to me, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that because it seems like if he's going to share memories with our Savage Dragon, they've got to be, like, a related character.
2: He's definitely an alternate reality uh, See,
1: dragon because he gets his he
2: gets his memories. I mean,
1: you put your finger right. right he's on okay. it. somehow no, related I, I, to I, I, our. I dragon.
0: understand what you are saying. You 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 are saying is that you think or you believe or you 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 need it to understand that in order for the memories to to be compatible, you have to be like a genetic copy or the same person, some kind yeah. of
1: version <laughs> of it. See, just I, another guy that looks kind of like Dragon, but is from
0: my point of view it's not so much that you need to be quote unquote the same person. It's that you simply have to fill a role similar enough to be compatible. Yeah. Is there an example of what you're talking about? Well, let's, let's think about it like this. Let's think about it like in, in DC comics terms. I don't know. No, how no. Well I mean that. in the book, is there, is there a person in the book that is that way right now? Well, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like angel and, uh, what's your her face here at the end? Uh, uh, what's her name? She's not Angel. Maybe it is Angel. No, no, never mind. Um, it's like um, well, it's like it's like Overlord and the Bronze Man. If if Overlord and the Bronze Man were well, I guess they were both Antonio Stagetti, right? I don't know if you ever it find looks that, that out. way. At least, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you like... could say they were both Antonio. So I guess that doesn't qualify. They're just different armor. Um like i'm not sure if it was clear if william if um if if uh chris got memories from both
2: that's a good example if if like you know chris robinson remembers like the other chris robinson but it makes sense that he would
0: because they were both star they were both they yeah they were both equivalent characters even though they come from completely different backgrounds
1: to me it makes sense that it, I don't know. It would just seem weird that Paul Dragon has all the very similar characters in his universe as our Dragon for them to be completely different entities. Different, you know. Maybe just have the coincidence of looking similar. I know. I say, him, I, I it say it's all. I say role. it's
0: all down to coincidence. I mean, there are like stronger similarities. Certain characters have stronger ties, stronger similarities. But like, why does why does Paul have dragons memories? Why doesn't Paul have original dragon's memories, like Flash Mercury's so, memories?
1: L- let me ask you this question. If if kind of dragon's just a construct that ends up being its own entity, why does he have two toes? That's kind of weird.
2: Well, also he wouldn't have Flash Mercury's memories because even in this book it's established that Flash Mercury is different. Is character. different, is right. different exactly. from Paul. Yeah.
0: But good point about the two toes thing. I did not notice or even think about the two toes thing.
2: Yeah, fair, he's a krillian. Fair, he's, fair point. <laughs> he's a different kind of krillian because his fin is different. But on top of that, he doesn't have the healing factor, and we've not really seen him do oh. the super aim. And,
1: well, and in we'll this hear. alternate reality, the krillians just look like that, probably. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. in this re- in Paul's reality, that's how krillians are.
0: Yeah, here's an example: Susan and uh, Jennifer they're ostensibly the same person, but they have different names.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But that's just a, just different names. I was going to say, I don't think that's just called. They're the same. Like they have the same brother.
2: I think that the way it works is closer to like, if you, it's closer to the thing to where it's like, if you are the same person, basically like, even if you have those differences, like for instance, William Johnson, wasn't a reporter in the image universe But, I mean, he was clearly William Johnson enough for that to be more or less the same kind of, like, guy, basically. So the details don't so much matter. The name doesn't even necessarily matter,
0: as we see with Jennifer and Susan. And and that's what I'm saying. It's more about roles. It's more about
1: echoes, being echoes of each other. I'm not saying I'm right or anything. That's just my theory. That's how it – I I guess more than my theory, if I was going to do this, that's how I would make it work out.
2: Playing God. That's what you get for playing God, Craig. Just can't play God.
1: <laughs>
2: um, uh, Yep, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say we get to see uh, the same story beat as in the Image Universe where Dragon can kind of hear, you know, William Johnson struggling. You know, get me out of here, help. And so right. he asks Fante to separate them. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of awesome.
1: <laughs> I think that panel's pretty much lifted too, right? That separation yeah. panel. There's a bunch yeah. of panels that even I feel like the that panel with uh um what's her name, Susan? I feel like that I've seen that. I think that's well, from her like profile picture.
2: Well, it's even Fonty in the original image, you. It's Fonty who separates them. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, eh, you know, let's end this." <laughs> it separates them.
0: Z- yeah, I can't remember the exact cir- circumstances, but I think that's, like, one of the last times Fonti interacts with Dragon in that universe.
1: Yeah, it was basically like, oh, I'm done here, and that's the last time they ever saw him or something. Yeah. Then, he's then, like,
0: then, then, then we would see him again in the... Oh, that's right. He... Res- wait, did... That's right. Because he was he was consumed by Horde, right? And he got the freed. The Worms. Yeah. Right. And so once yep. freed, he basically did this as a favor.
2: Yeah. They separated him and then took off. Hey, uh, c- by the way, Jim, you see Battle Tank on the next page.
0: On the so, next page, so that's not Battle. Oh, Tank. right, the Battle SOS Tank. SOS group. We're a couple yeah. of pages back on that yet, yeah, but yeah, you're right. That's him. You're
1: right. See a bunch of characters. Indeed.
2: Um, talking about pages uh, that they're saying him waking up and looking at the hands, and he's like, "Whoa, green skin." That's a swipe for sure, right?
1: I think so, I can't
0: absolutely. that's definitely from something I'm, one of one of one one of dragon's many hospital stays, yep uh, uh real it's really cool that Johnson got to keep his powers,
2: yeah, yeah, that's a nice twist I, I again like we talked about this panel, like we jumped out of sequence and talked about it, but uh, I love the fact that like johnson William Johnson just gets to you know hulk out anyway. There's just three savage dragons.
0: <laughs> well, there's uh, in the incredible dragon, and there's the savage dragon, and then there was the original dragon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. So he's the incredible dragon. Oh, it's so good, dude. It's so fucking awesome.
0: Um, nice I gotta to say, see. I, I kind of prefer uh, Smasher's outfit in this universe. Really? Yeah. I never really, th- I never thought the stars and stripe thing ever made sense, except for when she was in, a, in the SOS because everyone wore it. The fact that she kept wearing it after the fact was always kind of like, why? Is it's it the Wolverine only outfit you've colors. ever? Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of dig these Wolverine colors on her.
2: I don't know that I do.
0: Big S for Smasher, perfect.
2: Right. <laughs> hey, who do you guys like better, William John or uh, Rita Metermaid or uh, Candy? Uh, Rita. <laughs> I'm just saying, clearly, uh, clearly William has a type.
0: See, certain, that, certain I characters. think about that. She looks cert-
1: just like Rita, Rita made.
0: Yeah, does Rita, Rita have this girl's memories? We should find out. <laughs> uh, some characters just aren't built to last. I think is the takeaway here. Who, Candy? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Rita's awesome, though. That's
0: what she I'm saying. superhero. She's a much yeah. better character. Rita is a character built to
1: last. So it looks like uh, we got Flash, Mercury back, and Zeke, at least, from uh, the Super Fantastic Hero team.
2: Yeah, the SOS forms. And it's super interesting because he even has the whole thing where the SOS has multiple headquarters. And he's in the Chicago chapter.
1: There's a couple of characters here that we saw in the graphic fantasy reprints, like that flame guy. He was in like a panel. I was going to ask, who is he? I don't, he's not named, but he's in a panel. And then the chick that's between star and Zeke, uh huh, that's major victory. She's in a panel or two and she's in that like spread where he like numbers all the silhouettes mm, okay. in graphic fantasy. She shows up a couple of times. Uh, the African-American uh, woman with like the afro, she shows mm-hmm. up in graphic fantasy, but no name. Oh, and Half-Man's here, too.
2: Yeah, Half-Man Returns. Uh,
1: the Tiger, Super Patriot, Horatis. Zeke Nico. is back. Yep. I don't know. That, that guy with the cape, the red cape,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's in graphic fantasy as well, but he doesn't get a name. I was
2: going to ask who he is. Damn, you got me.
1: The tiger she you know she's in sos we've seen her before
2: she's the one uh, beside paul's foot right
1: yeah and she showed okay. up in the regular series as a member of the sos well she was um
0: okay. she's um sergeant marvel's girlfriend
1: exactly yep is and, their uh, headquarters
2: shaped like like a c on its side or an h i mean
0: I it's definitely a, it's got a shape but i don't know if it's like A letter of their name. It's like an H, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So, so this demonoid page. Yeah. Craig, before the show, was convinced that this was a uh, an homage or a lift of a previous appearance of this big demonoid, and it is not. It is an original, completely original drawing. However, we have seen this exact double page spread uh with with a large demonoid three times in the past right and i've put them in there in our uh discord chat if you guys want to look at them the first time yeah. we see the first time we see it actually it's really funny the first time we see it isn't even in the savage world universe it's in a flashback with young malcolm back in the image universe uh mighty man is is basically this thing has come out of the ground and the SOS is fighting it, and Malcolm has gotten caught in the middle and, and Mighty Man is grabbing him out of out of danger. Uh, we also see Hercules and Super Patriot and Kid Avenger. This is the first time we see this guy. Then we see another big one, you know, uh fighting Malcolm in the in the big double page spread. Every 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 sequence is a double page spread issue, issue one ninety nine. Uh huh. Uh we see Malcolm fighting him along with Battle Tank and Uh, others. Ineffectual cops. Ineffectual cops, indeed. And then we get this one in this universe. So this is a recurring thing that keeps happening in every universe.
1: But the one in 194 is exactly the same creature. The one in 199 looks different, but this one is pretty much spot on.
2: Yeah, his head could be
0: mirrored. Yeah, it has the same spikes, uh, the same spike uh,
1: configuration. Kind of, yeah.
0: Alright, so I think we, we don't know Afro Woman's uh, name, but I think we can we can guess at her powers now. She's yeah. a size shifter because she is very big uh, on this creature's finger.
2: Yeah, she's huge, right?
1: Yeah. So she's... I like uh, how... She, I like how we see old school Mighty Man. Like, we saw him in Megaton.
0: Wait There's a minute. That... Is he the one flying in at the top? Yeah. Huh. Oh,
1: that's cool! Like so that's costume who he is. from Megaton Three, I think it is. I don't think I've oh, ever seen two, that. Two or three. Cool. He fights was... Vanguard. Yeah. In in Megaton. I, think I was it's wondering who that
2: was. <laughs> awesome.
1: Um, and then I like how Battle Tank has like the tank wheels on his legs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, fantastic, dude. Uh, Paul still using the utility belt.
1: Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. It's a very handy thing. Hey look, John Day exists in the Liverview Universe too.
1: Where's John Day?
0: <laughs> bottom right. You don't see him? Bottom right?
2: I see legs in the bottom All right hand corner.
0: Alright, look at star. You see star in the bottom right? I do. Oh, okay. So Oh, that's weird. Okay, you guys are looking at the picture I posted cropped for some reason weird uh
2: the issue is cropped you can't right. see is john day's face drawn oh fucking
0: okay so the the uh the um comp digital copy i got has uncropped art on the right hand side john oh, day okay. is there john, that's john day's leg oh, uh, okay he, so his head's been his head's been chopped off <laughs> whoops all
2: right hey it's a risk of uh, drawing things to bleed
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny
2: that that's John Day, though. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, this uh, image is awesome, and it's uh, really cool to see the SOS uh, taking on, like, the Demonoids. Um, At this point, it's so funny, because I remember that we complained that the Demonoids were kind of throwaway. At this point, with the Demon King and then what's about to happen... I feel like demonoids are fucking a lot cooler than I thought.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Before they they are presented as like an omnipresent threat. Right. as I say, before we were recorded, Jim kind of made the point that they show up in the old image universe. They show up in, you know, the current post savage world universe. And now they're showing up in Paul's universe.
2: Yeah. And, uh, Check out Madman Fonty. Craig, this has got to be pretty satisfying for you. <laughs> I thought of you when I saw this. I was like, oh, Craig's uh, going
1: to shit, dude. Yes. Uh, make it, using his powers again to further increase the age of, uh, of Mark and now Peter. Uh, which here, Peter, like back in the day before he was called Destroyer, Eric called him Gorgon, which he modeled his look on, um, Herb Trimpe's gremlin character. Uh, but who, who we talking about Gorgon Which... who is the messed up Johnson twin.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Is now destroyer
0: because here's but... my, uh, thought these guys, um, kind of look like the defenders. They look like Namor. Na- I'm sorry. Namor Namor, uh, <laughs> Hulk and Doctor Strange.
2: You don't say Namor?
0: Namor, yes.
1: What do you say? You say Namor?
0: I kind of said Namor, but that was more of a mistake. Okay. Na- Na- Namor. Submariner. Submariner.
1: Damn it. Raven was ready to end his friendship with you for a second. I heard it in his voice.
0: <laughs> no, I was just surprised.
2: He said Namor, and I was like, Namor? What?
1: I've been saying it wrong all these years.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I is know. that the right way? Maybe I'm maybe I'm just reading too much into it but they kind of seem like the defenders in this panel
1: he's me. probably heavily influenced in in you know in his old write-ups he was saying that you know looking at it that uh Peter the destroyer character the grayish Hulk looking guy his face mm-hmm. does resemble like the gremlin character which was a villain in Hulk drawn by herb Trimpey at the time but uh this is all around that time where just Dis- you know, Defenders were huge, and I think Eric was pretty into them. So I wouldn't be surprised that it's got a heavy influence from that.
2: Boy, these kids are bloodthirsty. They they get powers and immediately both fly into their
1: eyeballs. <laughs> right. I wonder uh, if the two-toed Gorgon thing is what got Eric to start thinking about giving Dragon two toes in the image book. Oh, he's got two toes too. Oh yeah,
0: that's part of that whole theory that these kids are actually like half dragons. Yeah, I mean that's what's cool is it's more ugly... it's, it's more it's more emphasized here because you can see he has two toes. Dude, right. this
2: is what's is so satisfying. I'm telling you, it's like one satisfying thing after another with this issue because like here you get to see some ugly twin, attractive twin, you know stuff. <laughs> And look at the two toes like as soon as I saw that I was like oh he's like a dragon baby <laughs> yeah I don't right. think we've ever, and, I don't I
0: don't think we've ever seen ugly like Johnson twin's feet in the in in the savage in the regular savage dragon universe
2: right well also he didn't turn out gray that's true and he really didn't turn out that ugly he's just got like a wrinkle on his nose these days but
1: you know he had the first kid when Williams personality was more Predominant, and then the second kid came along when drag when Paul's personality was more predominant, right? And I guess I, this, it's awesome. This big battle with the with
0: the demonoids was yet another magic bullshit thing. <laughs> Wizard duel.
2: No, that's what's so cool, dude, and like that's what I was saying. Is that like the suggestion? Okay, so. This is a flashback issue. That is true. However, it's a flashback issue of a parallel universe. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, a a brilliant thing that is done here that Eric does with this is that it is suggested that the Demonoids have a sorcerer who is powerful enough to rival fucking Fonte. And dude, to me, that is huge. Like, that is Insanely huge because fonte is one of the most powerful characters in the book in the yep. book's thirty year history, and so the fact that the demonoids might just have their own fonti, thats fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, this giant demonoid was just a spell the wizard was doing. Yeah, and because we see both uh, fonti and the small now small demonoid knocked out in the street, uh, we also see the demonoid's dingling. We point that out. <laughs> And Fonty has been turned into a human. Which, Worse. Uh, He's crazy. been cursed. He's been cursed as a human. And also he can't, can't talk right.
2: Can't talk right. Yeah, can't do his incantations anymore.
0: He's got, I'm talking, He's got aphasia.
2: I'm talking about like the power, like the power for this demonoid sorcerer to fucking curse Fonty to where Fonty can't be fucking Fonty anymore. That's fucking crazy this is the same character who made mighty man i mean dude that's fucking nuts i don't know to me it's a huge like like a bombshell tucked away in this little paul flashback is oh by the way fucking demonoids have their own Fonte level guy that's fucking
0: huge to well, me they, anyway i mean they did
1: well, maybe the, they maybe, might maybe still it's, in our current universe. It
0: could be an equivalent. You're right.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. To me, that's the Megaton bomb in this issue. Is it like, you know, Fonte's not likely to show back up or anything, but it's like, dude, the Demonoids are still kicking around. And you got the fucking Demon King
1: running around. I wonder, I though, if he is going to come back. So let me ask you a question. Well, here's the
0: thing. Here's the thing. The last time we saw Fonte, what he said specifically was... You will not see me again. But that was the Image universe. universe. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the backup in Savage Dragon 100, I think, where they recap how the Possessed arc went. Ah. Oh, yeah. Because, remember, the uh, Savage World Dragon gets possessed, goes on a rampage, Mace isn't there to stop him, so he goes on a longer rampage, winds up going all the way back to Horde, and just as he gets to Horde, he ma- finally manages to shake off the mind control, so he beats the shit out of Horde, freeing Fonti. and Fonti tells that dragon, you will not see me again. Of course, that version of dragon has been dead a long time. Uh, in fact, dragon is also dead, so it's entirely probable, entirely possible, Fonti will return in the future.
2: Like he was literally talking to dragon when he yeah, said, you, you won't see me
0: You again. won't see me again, right. Now he's oh, gone, dude. so so now it's open for Fonty to come back
2: clever, clever little wrinkle, Jim, clever little twist,
1: dude, do you think yes. when Fonte told William Johnson that he's got a destiny bigger than he can possibly imagine that he was referencing Paul dragon coming into the Malcolm's universe and doing yes. something? Yes, that seems likely, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what I was thinking. I was thinking that Paul has a big role to play. I don't I don't think his role is just to marry Alex and have a metal arm. I bet Paul does something awesome. It's exciting. I mean, here's what's so crazy. This is a flashback issue. And part of me as I read this, I was thinking, man, this is so good. Like, I fucking love this. And then I was like, mm, but it is a flashback issue. You know, that's kind of a little bit of a he doesn't really do these uh, too much like it's a little bit of a bummer maybe but then as I started to realize dude there's implications laid down left and right for the future of the book in these pages and so dude Paul could absolutely do something huge and crazy who fucking knows by the way I remember finger (laughs) I was waiting for you you to say that that is the funniest fucking shit of all time, dude. Did that still happen or no?
0: No, it's just a memory. It's just a memory, dude. She's still your old age, unfortunately.
2: It's also crazy. I wanted to point out that uh, Fonte's <clears throat> Fonte's uh, age tricks, where he aged them ages them up, but they're allowed to have their memories it's also very similar to the merging of the multiple Earths where everyone yep. shares memories.
0: Yep. It's just
2: these cool little parallels and wrinkles, dude.
1: Oh, and again, I saw you posted those, those panels from Savage Dragon 100, Jim. He says, you'll never see me again. So, yeah, it just means dragon will never It doesn't mean Paul won't.
0: I'll be honest, that is actually the way I interpreted it at the time, and it's kind of been a long bomb sort of thing for me. Really? Fonti would return someday once Dragon was gone.
2: Like Dragon blind, is blind and Fonti flies by and is like, hello.
0: <laughs> Finally, he's gone. I'm back. <laughs> and uh, yes, he does essentially say the same thing way back in uh, Savage Dragon uh, fifty eight. I got to say
2: on this next page where like, Paul and, you know, Susan are holding uh, Angel. And then the next panel is him, like, fighting Vanguard. And then it references, like, see Megaton 3 and 4. I was like, dude, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah, now
0: <laughs> we're into the stuff that we've seen before.
1: Right. That panel is a direct swipe, pretty much. Oh, it looks yeah. like it. You
0: can really tell uh, that it. it uh, we'll have to do it more side by side, but it kind of looks like he's reuse. Because Vanguard.
1: Vanguard looks a little weird. I thought it looked good, but... Uh, oh, it looks he, good. I think he cleaned up the buildings a bit, but the, mm. everything else is pretty much, when you compare them is dead on.
2: So is the... Uh, if It seems like Paul and Susan, you know, where he's like, and then we had plans to get married. We thought we should make it official. Doesn't that kind of look a little bit like that one Savage Dragon cover? Yeah, that, I think that, it's dead yeah, on. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought so,
1: yeah. Uh, Same thing with uh, the the death of uh, Susan, Susan, and that man. bronze man is almost
0: Paul's shocked face is very good. <laughs> yeah, the little shorthand shocked face.
2: Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> Go! <laughs> you see your soulmate get her like crotch blasted
1: off a Little more than just our crotch, like our whole body. I should have given Susan the invincible underwear. Yeah, I love we this read... it, God,
2: sorry. No, I was, or go ahead, go ahead. You're saying I No no right? you Well I was gonna say this is the one we read in the graphic fantasy reprint. Right. Where he tracks down bronze man and then finds out he's dead, right?
1: Yeah, he, these poses are basically recreated.
2: He but I mean, that's down. the story it's referencing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, but that's you, what the box says, but I wanted to make sure.
0: You can kind of tell that a lot of these panels are kind of reused because, you know, the, the paneling style has changed on these pages. Yeah. Did you, do you see it? How it's like a little bit more like everything is very like neat in boxes?
2: Yeah, it's traditional.
0: But like it wasn't like that through most of the rest of the issue. I don't know. It just kind of stands yeah. out to me. There's a lot of full bleeds
1: on the other pages.
0: We do find oh. out that Angel grows up to be a superhero in this universe. So that's a that's a thing for her.
1: Yeah, I was
2: gonna say, if you liked uh, Susan, if you liked her costume, do you like Angel's costume?
0: I don't like yeah. it as much. No, it's, it's a uh, different. Yeah. I'll be honest, it's appropriate for this universe. The brown. (laughs) It's goofy. It's a goofy goofy costume a child would make. (laughs) Sorry, Eric. That may have been ruder than I intended.
2: And so, Dragon... I mean, Paul is not that different than fucking Dragon at all. Because here we have the reason why Paul wound up... This is cool, dude. We have the reason why Paul wound up in fucking Dimension X to begin with. He's looking for fucking
0: Jennifer. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very...
2: God damn, bl- dude! If Smasher in some way ruins his, ruins Alex and Paul's marriage, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> like Alex now, finally got her happy ending. I'm just saying. It's and Paul.
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's also interesting because I think the implication is this universe was destroyed, so Paul goes into the into dimension X. All right, and then the merging of the multiverse occurs. And the only reason why Paul wasn't affected by it was because he was already in Dimension X. So this universe has been collapsed into the others.
2: Was that confirmed?
0: I, I, it's how I'm I believe sure. that this works. Yeah.
2: Okay. I just didn't know if we'd confirmed that Paul's universe was gone.
0: No, I think we had. Although it does raise a question, I don't because I don't believe Angel has mentioned that she has memories from this universe. She's mentioned she has memories of the other angel that was, you know, Glum's girlfriend, but hey. not this angel. So wait,
2: you're right. Because the bionic man remembers being the bionic man,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, there's several characters who remember, I mean,
2: correct. I'm just saying that you, you are correct. I, I just, it hit me. I was like, Oh wait, that's an example that you didn't point to where he's like, yep. In this universe, I'm a normal guy. Cool. Very cool. Goddamn, what an issue! I mean, what holy an issue, shit. yeah.
0: And actually, I think some of these panels with Rex Dexter are also lifted from when Dragon went into Dimension X the first time uh, to go find. Um, who was he going to find? He was going to find. Uh, oh He's right, his, his, his. No, 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 no. He was going to Dimension Rex X. Dexter's daughter. Rex oh, Dexter's yeah, yeah. daughter. Right. R- right. Right. Yeah,
2: you you must save my baby. Oh. Don't forget, <laughs> he kept putting it off for a while there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll save your, I'll save your kid. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then I think like six years passed, and he missed nine eleven.
2: <laughs> I think the SOS headquarters is like a low building with two off to the left. Yep, sort of raised because that's what's behind Angel.
0: Yep, It's like uh, it's like a big H exactly. H for her hero,
2: but I gotta tell you, like, what a fucking issue, guys! Holy what a crazy
0: shit. good issue, and and it's what? just such a non-traditional issue. I think yeah. I, I said I said this on the on the Facebook group. I think this is my favorite issue of Savage Dragon, ever, ever. And I think it really is. Whoa! More so than any of the other like experimental issues, more so than any like the plot related issues. I I honestly think this is my favorite.
2: Is it the condensed
0: storytelling that's getting you, or...? It's two reasons. One, it's, yes, it's how condensed it is. It tells a a complete history without feeling like it's, you know, it's like bogging itself down with a lot of... Even though it is all narrated, even though it is all, like, snippets, it feels coherent, and it feels like a story, because it's Paul's story, as the cover tells us. And, you know, and it feels like Paul is going through a... No, he's going through an emotional journey.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just
0: to tell us how he's gotten where he is. But I think it also kind of plays into my love of alternate realities. I love alternate reality concepts. I love, I love Earth Two. I love Age of Apocalypse. I love Marvel's What If. I love Elseworlds. I always have. I always will.
2: Strange in the Multiverse of
0: Madness. I did. It's actually my favorite MCU movie. As crazy as that sounds, for that reason. Well, part of that reason. It's also a Sam okay. Raimi movie, and also very good for that reason. Sure, sure. <laughs> but part of it—it's part of it. And the, and the, and this has the added wrinkle that it's not just an alternate reality. This is Eric's childhood universe that he created as a precursor to Savage Dragon, and that gives it the the edge over all other t- books of this type.
2: Yeah, I got. I gotta say, dude. As I was reading this, um, as someone who actually has his own childhood hero comic adventures and like kept making them into his adulthood, uh, and I have just sort of like hand waved and ignored most of the things I did. The crazy cool thing about this is that, and Savage Dragon has this, Connor. Connor Tierney, friend of the show, Super Freak's contributor, has mentioned that one of the things he likes is that in Savage Dragon, everything counts. Like, he meets Superman, he meets Superman. You know, it's not throwaway. You know, Mars attacks the Image Universe, everyone else forgot it. It was pivotal in Savage Dragon. And so, what's fucking so awesome about this issue is that this issue takes those childhood comics that we never got to read, Like, we didn't read them, but we're familiar with them, because it's been 30 years, and we've seen hints, and we've seen sort of reimaginings, and we've gotten the graphic fantasy reprints, and so it's like, we kind of are familiar with these, like, stories in this world that we never really got to be a part of, but then... Paul shows up and at first it was just like a kind of a cool nod. It's like, Oh shit. The original Savage Dragons in Savage Dragon. Now that's cool. Then we get this like history in 20 pages of those childhood comics. And it's like, Hey, guess what? That shit all happened. And that shit all matters. And it all counts. My childhood comics are continuity. They're canon. It's fucking over the top, dude. It's so awesome.
1: Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's, you know, he did it early on where he took his childhood concepts and made issues out of it, but did it like maybe in a quote unquote more, you know, professional or adult way. I just love that he took everything from his childhood comics and just left it the way it was. Yeah. And it works. And it's a little a little silly and ridiculous, but that's what Dragon is sometimes, and that's what I love about it, is that it just is all over the place you know, it can be serious but it can also be ridiculous and that's that's you can do anything with comics, and and to have a comic that does everything in one title and you can still follow along and it's still great, you know is what other comics can you think of that, you know, maybe besides like manga or Japanese, like American comics where it's like this Varied and and crazy in terms of superhero comics.
2: A lot of American, North American comics um, sort of became ashamed of the comics goofiness uh, that was inherent in sort of Silver Age and Golden Age comics. And a lot of modern comic authors, you know, sort of became ashamed of stuff like Superman eating a pile of hamburgers. Or, you know, uh, Jimmy Olsen fucking somehow is able to, you know, do something ridiculous or whatever. It's just like that kind of like charming child. Because, again, the history of superhero comics is they did start out as children's entertainment. And so they were aimed at the imagination of children. And it didn't so much matter how things happened, just that they were entertaining. And then as the fan base aged, it sort of got to where, I mean, older geeks like to over and we're doing it. We've been doing this podcast for 10 years. We like to overanalyze and think. But it's like, unfortunately, with that, you know, desire to uh, become more serious and, you know, have things explained and fully fleshed out and, you know, you sort of, like, writers shy away from the goofy silliness or whatever else. They have to make things feel mature and explained and grounded in science. Even if it's fantastic, it needs to have somewhat of a, a ground or a basis. And, uh, like you said, these are childhood comics. You got Fon T is just a crazy-ass wizard who's just digging through a refrigerator. You got a guy marrying twins you got a, a hero meets another hero and he's like, Hey, guess what? You know, my girlfriend has a sister and they're twin strippers Who's named sugar. K- stripper. <laughs> yeah, who, who is also a stripper. And it's just like,
1: I my even the need to age up so I can use them. <laughs>
2: right. I don't want to write stories with kids. So let's just make them old. <laughs> it's like, what? No, it's, it's brilliant. And, um, I didn't want to like, you know, hog the mic for too long, but I just want to say real quick uh, I think another strength that this has is that it is a showcase for how excellent a single issue can be. It's a showcase for how excellent an exceptional condensed storytelling can be. I think that uh, a lot of the modern comic writers write for the trade. So as a result, I think they, you know, enjoy writing decompressed stories. And I think that as a result, a lot of people, I talk to comic readers who don't see the value in a single issue anymore. They don't, they don't even think that singles are worth keeping around. I've heard people make the argument that the format's outdated and whatever else. And it's like, dude, this book, this issue right here is just a testament to just how fucking incredible 20 pages of story can be so it blows my mind it's like a showcase not just of this character but of the power of the fucking medium itself
1: well said well put
2: well fuck i didn't mean to throw a cherry on top there you guys got anything else you want to say about the main story
1: i said my piece yeah, I think we should move to this uh backup which is fucking awesome.
0: That's really yeah. cool. Really fun. I like uh I like the kids having adventures.
1: I love it. So this yes. is da- Dagger by Simon. Simon. Saint yeah. Pierre.
2: Yeah, Simon's uh, cartooning is fantastic.
1: Absolutely. I'm glad I saw this story a while ago and he showed me, he gave me a sneak peek and didn't know if it was ever going to show up in the book. And I was like shocked that it didn't because it was been a while. So I'm glad to see that it finally made its way to the pages of Savage Dragon because I think like Jim said, it's just great seeing the, the children adventures and he's his style fits so well with it.
2: Yeah, dude. And Simon's sense of humor is fantastic. And I mean, it fits fits Eric's so well. Right. And so, like, the colors, the art, the cartooning, the lettering. I mean, this is some expressive-ass lettering. Everything about this backup is, like, 10 out of 10, dude. I fucking love
0: it. I want to know why Dagger has a one on his chest and... uh... What's his name? Um, Door. Door has a nineteen.
1: <laughs> I want to know. Point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs>
2: it's just not explained. It's just one. It's one of those little like story wrinkles. You're just gonna have to wonder. And then it says it doesn't end there. I mean, like we get Simon's like got a little pinup in the back, and then like he's the fin on the back of the book yeah it's just stylish as hell dude yeah that's it's such such a a,
1: wild back cover it's like who would have thought just to put the fin like that
2: dude i'm just gonna praise simon i mean that's one of the reasons why i like i fucking you know i'm thankful that we got him for super freaks and yeah you know he's just a hell of an artist i mean he's funny he's a talented writer yeah just a nice guy nice character and it's like dude just fantastic like you said craig like if you had told me, I'll, I'll just say, like, as a cartoonist, like, I couldn't have pulled this off. I, I couldn't have made just a fin interesting. It's a fucking interesting guest <laughs> back cover. It's great. Ah, just fucking, my, my, hat, my hat's off, like, fucking between Eric and Simon. This is, I said it's one of my favorite Savage Dragon uh, issues in a long fucking time. And it's probably going to be, like, one of the best comics I read this year.
1: Yeah. It's just there's so much to pour over in this issue. And then to get a dragon-centric backup that's just well done is just the cherry on top, too. You know, to steal your phrase. Oh, dude. But uh, um, good letters pages, too. I don't know if we want to dig into that at all. But I don't know. This whole book, like... That's why one of the main reasons I love doing this podcast, too, is just like it gives you the gives us the opportunity to go back and reread it and think it through. Yeah. And just the sheer amount of enjoyment, even as we're talking during this FinCast and catching things that we didn't catch on our first read, that's like, oh, shit, that makes sense, you know, or whatever. And it's like i i I'm hoping it's not just a happy accident and Eric's you know thought all of these things out because it's just incredible to think that he's he's playing three d chess with those guys
2: <laughs> it's it's i mean it's it's honestly it's just astonishing and uh yeah even even talking as good as it was like even after like we reviewed it together, I'm just blown away Jim, I didn't pick up on that demon double page spread. That, that one woman's power was that she could grow. And you pointed that out. And then, Craig, you are talking about, like, that's Mighty Man up in the upper right-hand corner. Like, that's just shit I wouldn't have even gotten on my own. So it's like, fuck yeah, dudes. I, I love talking Savage Dragon with you guys because, holy shit, there's always something to pick up, some detail. It's just like, this is a book with a 30-year history, and it just effortlessly flexes that shit all over the place. If I had to give it a rating, I would give it an eleven out of ten.
0: Yeah, it's about right. Shit,
2: yeah, this shit here to me is perfect. Savage Dragon, perfect.
1: I think your average reader that maybe has never picked up a Savage Dragon, yeah, have a this tough may, time with it. This may For not us, be the f- best first issue. Uh, for a long time fans I think this is a 10 or 11 out of 10 I think for you know the casual reader it's not going to be and that's okay um but man I don't know he just Eric just keeps it interesting and that's what I love about this book you know
2: You don't think the self-contained nature would help a new reader
1: I think a new reader would be thrown off by the kind of childishness. Of, I mean, we know the whole background of this.
2: Oh, you're right. Yeah, I guess. I think,
1: so, I think if, if you gave this to someone to review, they'd be like, what is this bullshit? Like we were just saying, you know, candy and sugar and, you know, dragon <laughs> getting punched with a tit or whatever, you know, like <laughs> like knowing the background of it and sure. knowing the Paul character and everything like that. You, you know, if you gave this to a new reader, they would be like, They wouldn't know what to make of it.
2: You know what's sad, though, is I think that they wouldn't know what to make of it only because I feel like there's uh, been so much, like, push towards decompression and cinematic and things reading like television. And this reads like a comic through and through. And I think that's the only thing. I think that if you had somebody who could appreciate just like, hey, here's 20 pages that are just jam-fucking-packed with story. Like a, a million wacky, fucking...
1: Bo- th- wacky craziness.
2: Yeah, like a million fucking things happen in this issue. I think that that person could appreciate it. But yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Probably the super serious types would be like, whoo-hoo, whoo-hoo, getting hit with a teddy, you
1: know? But this is one of the most fun issues I've had of Savage Dragon reading and, in, and just enjoying page by page. Yeah. And I was so, like... The anticipation, it was like it was worried it was not going to pay off. I've, again, I think Jim mentioned like he thought, you know, was it going to be like three or four pages of, you know, background of, you know, in a Malcolm centric book or, you know, we didn't know what we were going to get. So to get like a whole stand up, a standalone issue, not tied to anything else going on in Savage Dragon, it's just it was fun.
2: Yeah, it was very cool.
1: Um, I guess
2: on the next issue of Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon 265, The Samurai Strikes. Malcolm Dragon faces the leader of the vicious circle at last. Showdown with the deadly samurai. Savage Dragon comes with our highest possible recommendation. And would you guys say that that is probably the best comic yet?
1: (laughs) Best comic yet by the cover. (laughs) Punch to the balls.
2: It has got a fucking tall mountain to climb with 264 in front of it, but I guess we will see.
0: It is very true. So thank you once again, everyone, for listening to the Savage Fincast. You, of course, can always message us at savagefincast at gmail.com or on our website, uh, savagefincast.com. You can find us on iTunes, Play Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, and YouTube. So until next time.
2: See ya. Bye, everybody.